It's the Meg, John and Justin podcast. Yay! We're back and uh, we are outside again. So I hope you appreciate the bird sound. Yeah. That you might occasionally hear. Ambient sound. Ambient sound. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Nice. Uh, I was going to go really geeky then and talk about the producer of uh, Joy Division's uh, first songs, but I'm not going to do that. You're not going to do that. Okay. I'm not going to do that. Sounded Um, pretty good. Yeah, it did sound good, didn't it? But it's a teaser. If ever, we, if ever we do like a Patreon and offer like special content, that's the kind of content that they'll get. <laughs> you talking about Joy Division? Yeah. I can share with them my music video that I did the other day. You did a music video? I did a music video. Uh, Frank Turner is getting um, all his fans to do um, versions of this dance routine that okay. he does in the song Little Changes. So me and some friends did a music video. Um, yeah. To this, we learnt the dance routine and we did a music video. Gosh! And we might be in the, we might eventually be in it, the Frank Turner. Wow! Yeah, because they're going to make a composite of all of the fans. Oh, that's cool. I know, super cool. So and you... I can do a dance routine. I didn't think I could do this, and so now I know I can. Okay. So it's exciting. Wow! Yeah, I mean, it wasn't good. Like my bit was not great. I mean, I what like, define but, good and great? I mean, I learnt it all the way through. Do you want to show me? No, <laughs> I can show you. I'll show you the video after. <laughs> And maybe we make it available at some point yeah. as an extra. Okay. I mean, sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so we've got a question. Yay! Got so a really good question as well. Yeah, we have a long email from somebody telling us how much they love us both. And then they gave Yay. us this question. So thank you very much for that. Mm-hmm. Um, so this question is, so my, rela- my question is, <laughs> is jealousy healthy in a relationship? Or else, is the absence of jealousy unhealthy or even possible? Mm-hmm. Uh, if it is, how do we get there? If it's not, what do we do to manage it? And how do we know whether it comes more from us or the behaviour of the other person? Brilliant. Great set of questions. Really great questions. And it sort of follows on nicely from a lot of the stuff we've done previously about staying with feelings. Yeah. Um, to dig into one feeling in particular, which is jealousy. Yeah, well, yeah. shall we start with that? Because mm. in that previous, our previous show yes uh, staying with feelings you were talking telling uh us the listener and me um (laughs) about you know what you know what the um what feelings are you know what 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 feelings do have what do we understand by the word feelings yeah what are those because i think um as you just mentioned there a lot of people Mm. think that feel it that jealousy is a feeling and probably it does feel like a feeling to a lot of people but Mm. if we really unpacked it and talked about okay what are feelings yeah then we can start to kind of look at it in a slightly different way from the get-go well there might be other feelings underneath jealousy it's one of those kind of feelings Mm. that sometimes it's sort of you know what's really underneath it is like fear of loss perhaps or insecurity Mm -hmm. or feeling that you're not okay yeah so it's one of those where often the surface feeling comes out in one way that is in maybe more like an angry outward facing you've done something wrong to the other person yeah but maybe underlying that is much more inward focusing kind yeah. of feelings of vulnerability and fear of loss and rejection yeah yeah but what were those feelings that you talked about so there was um fear like the basic anger, ones. yeah the basic feelings yeah fear anger sadness surprise disgust joy that they're said to be those basic 
emotions that they have in old cultures apparently yeah like there's body language for all of them and yeah yeah, yeah. and but, i can i can see from your tone of voice that you're already quite skeptical skeptical about about those about the idea of just the uh, there's only so yeah. many basic feelings but i don't know it's interesting stuff it comes from the mother science side yeah i guess i'm always interested in you know as we always say the biopsychosocial you know yes. and so we can't tease that's another thing about emotions is we can't tease them apart from the wider cultural narratives about you know how what we should feel and how we should feel it yeah yeah but I'm, I'm maybe mm. suggesting that if we were to explore that, that yeah. we might be able to get a different handle on jealousy than what people yeah. often think about. So, mm-hmm. and um, this is an idea that I've read about in the Ethical Sluts. Oh, brilliant! Uh, by uh, Dossie Easton and, and Janet, Janet Hardy. Hardy. Yeah. Um, I mean, they were quite militant about it. I think from I've not read it for they ages. They are a little. But yeah. They were saying um, jealousy isn't a feeling. Jealousy mm. is just like a, a thought. Yeah. And it's like a narrative. I think that's, although I don't entirely agree with that, I think if you're feeling jealous, you're not, somebody to say you're not feeling something is probably not very helpful. No. Um, but if we were to explore that there is, there, that there are initial emotions that we might be having. Yeah. And that, um, and that that narrative is kind of, it, there's a lot of culture around the word. Exactly. Jealousy. And I think that, you know, that is really good advice. I mean, I really like uh, the Buddhist writer Pema Chodron and mm. what she does is distinguish the feeling from the storyline, yes. which is a very similar idea to what you're talking about yeah. from Dossis and Janet Hardy as well. So you tr- what the aim is to try and be with the feeling yeah. and let yourself really feel the feeling, mm-hmm. but to let go of the storyline. Yeah. So you're telling a storyline, oh, that person did this out of order thing. How could they? Blah, blah, blah. I've been terribly wronged. You know, it's to try and let go of that storyline, but feel like, what is it you're feeling? Where is it in your body? What are the sensations? And just stay in it, not trying to fix it, not trying to make it go away, not Mm -hmm. trying to blame anyone for it, whether that's the other person or yourself or Mm -hmm. some third party but just like really allow yourself to have the feeling. And then you may notice that the feeling is, yeah, more complicated or maybe there's there's other feelings underneath the initial mm. feeling. Yeah. But I guess what people do is to feel jealousy and then they immediately think, well, somebody is making me feel this yes. or, my, or I'm making me feel this. Yeah. But if we can go a stage further and say, okay, these feelings of jealousy are perhaps uh, surprise yeah. or fear or anger, yeah. you know, and that, and to kind of feel those feelings in yeah. that way, then we can still feel jealous, but also feel those things that might be that might actually be the real core of the That's emotions right. that we're having. The blaming self or other thing that we tend to do is not really feeling the feeling. Yeah. It's like going into a storyline and almost trying to fix the feeling. It's like if I can make it all your fault because mm. you made me feel jealous. Yeah then I don't have to feel these painful feelings perhaps. Yeah. Or if I blame myself and I'm a terribly broken person who can't help feeling jealous and that means I'll never have good relationships ever and blah, blah, blah. You know, that's mm. another way of getting caught up in the storyline, not really feel the feelings. Sure. Um, you know, and you're trying to fix it or eradicate the feelings because they're too painful. And yeah, the answer is not an easy answer, you know, but it no. is like stay with the feeling. Mm. And the more you can stay with it, the more you actually learn about yourself and how you work and also the white and the wider cultural narrative that says it's not okay for a person to do this in yeah. a relationship when actually you know we kind of need to suspend that cultural narrative as well and think well you know what's okay in our particular relationship context yeah, yeah. Well, well let's talk about the cultural stuff yeah. so as the questioner kind of uh, indicated mm. it's almost as if jealousy is seen as like being a force of nature that we that yes. we should have at some point but not too much of or not too little of but it's almost seen as romantic right isn't yeah. it that you should 
you know, it's almost seen as romantic in what wider culture that you should feel jealous and that shows how much you love someone and that it's absolutely legitimate to feel jealous about certain kinds of behaviours mm. and that means the other person should stop doing those things. Yeah. But what happens with uh, a lot of non-monogamous and polyamorous communities is they go the other way. Yeah. And it's like, jealous is terrible, you should never feel it, you're not an evolved human being if you ever get jealous, yeah. you must be fine with whatever anyone does regardless. Yeah. And you see it flips, it flips from like, on the one hand it's blame the other person, so the monogamous script is it's always the other person's fault for making you jealous, yeah. but the polyamorous script too easily can become the opposite, which is own your feelings. Yeah. It's your problem if you I've get jealous, you have, to, yeah, you have yeah. to fix it, it doesn't matter what I do, I can like be complete asshole. and if you get jealous that's on you and you've yeah. got to sort it out. And this is, again, it's a binary, your yeah. fault or my fault, yeah. neither of those is helpful, yeah. stay with the feelings. Yeah. Yeah. Also, if we, as you mentioned, polyamory there, if we were to be more like relationship anarchist about this, where yeah. people um, don't have as much of a hierarchy between different kinds of relationships, yes. then jealousy is certainly something that we're meant to have in romantic relationships, but in friendships, yeah. and family relationships, and other kinds of relationships, you're really not meant to have that That's at all. That's right. And again, it does a disservice both ways round because then you may end up having all this jealousy in romantic relationships and finding it super hard, mm -hmm. but then finding it really hard in other kinds of relationships because when you do have those feelings, you have to kind of squash them because they're not really allowed. Certainly in my life, I think I've had probably at least as much, if not more, jealousy around friendships. Mm. Because again, it's like we've talked about with breakups, like, you know, there's not the breakup script for friendships yeah. so that ending friendships can be super hard because you have no script. Yeah. Kind of similar with jealousy. It's like, you're not supposed to say, oh, hang on a minute. Now my friend's got this new person, mm. a new best friend that they're spending all their time with. Yeah. And I'm actually feeling pretty raw about that, yeah. you know? Exactly. Yeah. So I guess, are we saying that jealousy is is neither good or bad it's just like something which is that feels it's it just is it, it is yeah it and, and i i think like all the emotions as well there's a sense in which uh, this is something i'm coming to recently with it because i haven't experienced a lot of jealousy in romantic relationships but i'm also wondering if partly i've been a bit like i shouldn't feel it because mm. of that kind of non-monogamous script and maybe you know, this idea we played with in the Staying With Feelings podcast that all feelings are important and that we kind of need to be able to feel all feelings in order to kind of move around this emotional wheel, yeah. you know. Maybe it's really important that you do allow yourself to feel the jealousy that does arise rather than sort of damping it down yes. or, dis or distancing from it, detaching from it, which is something we can do sometimes with feelings that we don't feel are okay. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So I think really important to allow it. Yeah, I think so. And mm. I think there are times when, um, certainly when I've experienced jealousy in the past, it's been kind of overwhelming and I've wanted to shut it down. It's not been very good. But then yeah. but more uh, recently, just being able to notice it and but also to have other narratives and other thoughts which are super helpful. Yes. Like they're just having a really great time. It doesn't mean that they don't like me. Yes. Or this is a thing for them. I would actually hate doing this right now. Yes. I just appreciate that they're having a good time and I'm going to do me or I'm going to have see somebody else and do my own thing. Well, lots of polyamorous people, there can be a real relief in their partner doing things with somebody else because it's kind of like, oh, now I get some time for myself or for another relationship. Exactly. Or, and then polyamorous folks have come up with the word compersion or frubbly to describe yeah. the opposite of jealousy, that it can feel really lovely seeing your person with another person. Mm. Um, so it's important to yeah, be mindful that there are different scripts 
that you could be having around your person doing something that yeah. gives jealousy and it's worth yeah, playing around with those stories and seeing if any of those might be helpful, but not to try and get rid of the jealousy. Yeah. It's like if jealousy is what you're feeling, you know, then by, you know, really encourage you to stay with it. Yeah. I think the really complicated bit for me is then the relational bit. So mm. it's like, okay, so you're feeling the jealousy and you're not trying to blame the other person for making you feel it, but you're also not trying to put it all on you because it mm. was relational and the person did do a thing. Mm-hmm. Then what? You know, like, mm. do you then how does that work when you're talking to the other person? So that comes back to the much more difficult staying with other people's feelings yeah. that we talked about. Yeah. And what do you think about that? Like say, so say a partner is feeling jealous, mm. you know, do you want them to come to you and say, I'm feeling jealous? Mm. Like how, how do you want them to handle that? Yeah, that's a good question. I think that I'd, um, I think as we talked about in that, uh, that podcast, the staying with feelings podcast, mm. that I think that it would be better to know. Yes. Um, but it's also, good to to know that you can that you're able to sit with each other's uh like feelings and feelings about the feelings that yeah that they're having so so long as you're not feeling like blamed for that yeah and not and that um um and that you know so long as you're not being told you're the cause of my bad feelings and therefore you yeah. shouldn't do this and things are being closed down as a result as long as you're both able to sit with those difficult feelings of mm. you know guilt or worry or whatever they are yeah then the thing is if it just gets amplified into a story of well nobody can ever feel jealous so that means i can never do this or yeah i can never see this friend or i can never go on a date with this person or i can never just go and do my own thing well this is the dangerous thing in our culture i think is again if we we have this sense that if we if a person experiences a negative emotion Mm. in relation to our behavior then that means that we need to stop that behavior Mm. i think that we have that very strongly that sense that Mm. we cause negative emotions in other people and we need to fix it when that happens and that's you know that's really bad because then it either the person who's having the negative feeling never says anything because they don't want to make us feel like that but that can become a kind of emotional gaslighting because Mm -hmm. we know there's something wrong but they're not telling us what it is Or they do tell us and then we behave non-self-consensually by stopping doing whatever it was that we were actually really enjoying doing. Yeah. And that's really, that's not great for the relationship either. And the other corollary of that yeah. is that we kind of think that the other person's having these feelings and so we stop ourselves doing this because we're assuming that. Yeah, exactly. We do all this stuff to avoid feeling the feelings yeah. or being with the other person's feeling. And when actually, you know, what we need to get to, and it's not simple, is can we sit down and them express their feeling and us express our feeling without anyone feeling the need to either blame themselves or blame the other person or even stop what they're doing or do things differently. Like doing things differently might be on the table if we really feel able to offer that. Yeah. But if we don't, it's okay. It's okay that I did the thing. They feel jealous. Yeah. I now feel a bit guilty and we can just kind of keep sharing these feelings until we're done and we've been heard yeah you know that's that's the kind of what we're trying to get to i think so and i think that the just kind of uh, extending what you're saying a bit further i think that we it's a mistake when people are in relationships with each other whatever kinds of relationships they are and they think that the overwhelming thing we should be doing is to make the other person happy yeah like happiness is totally overrated it's completely yes. overrated. I mean, I guess I would rather it, but I think 
if you're trying to grasp it being happy and to hold on to happiness, then I think it's a real mistake. Well, it often lands you up in depression. Yeah. You know, actually trying to grasp hold of joy is the only feeling, you know, it's back to Inside Out, that exactly. amazing mo movie. It's like if you try and just be joyful, you end up feeling completely numb and dead because you're not having any of the feelings. And that goes for, for relationships too. So like, what would it be like, you know, the radical relationship where we embrace all the feelings, where we're kind of like, whichever feelings come up between us, we're like, brilliant, bring it on. We've got yeah. some anger, excellent. Like, yeah. You know, because actually a relationship where one of those or more of those is off the table mm. is a really dangerous, that's not a happy ever after at all. No. Ironically, we only get a happy ever after if we can also get a sad ever after, an angry ever after, and a jealous ever after. And, yes. Yeah. That's a really good point. Yeah. My mind's drifting to the our, uh, Make Your Own Relationship user guide yeah. and the relationships graph, the wheel in there that we have where yeah. people can put um, different values on the relationship graph to kind of help them figure out where they are in their relationship at that time. Mm. And a lot of those things that we encourage people to think about putting on are not to do with, you know, makes me happy all the time, but it's like values. Yeah. And it's like, what values are important in your, in your relationship? And if it is like um, honesty and being real with feelings and yeah. um, treating each other consensually and being gentle with each other, yeah. then they're the kind of things to be looking at for a relationship, not is this person making me happy? Exactly. And, try, and preventing me from feeling sad. Like that's but it's so hard in a culture that's told us so often, you know, that negative feelings are a really bad sign and that we should only be feeling the positive feelings. You yeah. know, it's, I think our relationship with emotions is so sort of damaged by our wider culture that it yeah. can be really hard to do this but yeah in whatever way you can mm. trying to get to a point where you can be with your feelings in all of their complexity and richness like the colors on a palette you know yeah. like all those colors are valid and they make a much more beautiful picture yeah. the more you have you know all the colors present yeah. and then yeah like really maybe talking in relationships about how you can bring and be with all of those feelings keeping checking in with each other like are there any feelings that we never do together you know yeah is, is that because we're avoiding them or is it you know like could we could we invite them in a little more could yeah. we you know stage a fight and see how it goes could we like you know sort of talk about the things that make us feel different feelings exactly yeah um i guess the questioner was also mm. I, I wonder whether we could talk a bit more about dynamics and previous uh, and what we might bring to relationships because yeah. I think the questioner is kind of indicating that this might be a, a dynamic thing something happening with a particular other person mm. and maybe there has been a dynamic of this happening for them in the past I mean yeah. is there like a, what do you think is there like a kind of um, like you know early childhood explanation for jealousy and stuff well, for yeah, a lot I, of people I guess I think it's always valuable to think about our relationship patterns yeah. you know and think about where yeah to some extent where they come from not not to get overwhelmed by bogged down in that past but you know yeah. to recognize that yeah if we have early rejection for example mm. then we're likely to fear rejection yeah and we might go one of two ways with that we might kind of try and keep ourselves safe mm -hmm. by never quite giving all of ourselves in a relationship or we might be really clingy in relationships and really, you know, yeah. um, trying to get somebody to prove that they are always going to be there and not reject us. Yeah. And again, either of those things can kind of mess things up a bit because yes. either we're we're not we're not really bringing all of ourselves and that's going to be a problem, or we're grasping hold of the other person too tightly and that's going to be a problem. Yeah. So it's well worth be bearing those things in mind. And it, might, this, yeah. Yeah, it might be worth thinking about your previous relationships as yeah. well and just thinking about looking at the dynamics there and yeah. was there a sense of um, 
uh, noticing whether you're more or less jealous or when were the when were the times when jealousy has really come up for yeah. you and uh, and and thinking about was it the dynamic of what's going on between you or how you're feeling or the dynamic going on for yourself yeah um, and if it's something you notice like from relationship to relationship then that might well be a piece of work you want to do yeah it's you know a bit more about you than it perhaps is about the other people involved yeah. um but it could just you know it could be that in this relationship someone is really you know challenging the agreements that you have and doing things that aren't okay yeah you know jealousy can be a sign that somebody is being an asshole you know yes. so we don't want to get rid of that simple possibility that somebody is actually riding roughshod over all of your agreements exactly so then it might be yeah it's about clarifying again yeah what what how did we how did we leave things that this is how we're going to do it and is that person being fair mm. you know in terms of whether we decided on a version of monogamy or non-monogamy mm -hmm. or you know, or are they kind of pushing it? And I guess pay attention there to um, if you're in the relationship, are you able to ask for some key things that might otherwise be, you know, the again in the make your own relationship user guide, we have the, the flags, right? The, yeah. the red flags, amber flags, green flags. Are you overlooking some of the things that might be red flags and is that resulting in difficult feelings for you? Yeah. Because you've not been able to articulate your need for certain things to happen. Yeah. And I guess this uh, another podcast episode probably is talking about trust. I don't think we've ever yeah, talked about trust. No, what it's is really it? Important. What does it mean? And yeah. how do you get it? And how do yeah. you know when you don't have it? Um, yeah. I, I'm bringing a big questions, big rhetorical questions that we're not going to answer. No, yet. I think we should do, definitely do one on trust because it's a super challenging one. Yeah. So, so yeah, I think it's worth thinking about has that other person actually been, you know, have you expressed a need and that other person is really not meeting it? Yeah. That doesn't again it doesn't necessarily mean that's on them because it could be that they're not up for meeting that need but yeah. that's a good conversation to have if like yeah. one of your basic relationship needs is say you know sexual monogamy and that person isn't up for meeting it yeah well then you know you've got an issue about is that a good relationship for either of you to be in you know? yeah and jealousy is only going to be heightened and all the feelings that come with it are just going to be bigger as a result yeah um so i guess the in summary i guess hmm. um Stay with feelings, stay, stay with, with feelings, feelings, stay, stay with, with feelings, feelings, stay with feelings. <laughs> yeah, we're saying don't not feel jealous. Yeah. I mean, that, I think the question is kind of wanting to not feel jealous. Yeah, sadly, uh, the only way to, you know, you, and it's that one of those paradoxes that actually the more you're okay with feeling it, probably the less you actually will feel that's it. That's right. The only way to not feel jealous <laughs> is to feel jealous. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, just in, in the same way that uh, trying not to think about, you know, uh, an elephant yeah. uh, will just make you think about an elephant even harder. Precisely. Or the watched pot that never boils. Or you try to get to sleep and you can't get to sleep, or you try and yeah. get an orgasm, you can't get an orgasm. Yeah. It's like, you know, these things, we, you know, it's important to just be with them and allow them, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. And hopefully the other podcasts and some of those resources we put about staying with feelings gives you some suggestions for how to actually do that in practice. Yeah. 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 Cool. Yay. Um, so uh, I was thinking, uh, I'm just going to introduce this concept live on air. Oh, uh, do it. That we could get people promoting our podcasts a little bit more. One oh, of my nice. other favorite podcasts, which is a cycling podcast, in one of their episodes, <laughs> of course it is. they said, of course it is. In one of their episodes, they said, um, if you retweet us, 
yeah. any of our tweets about this podcast yeah. and then say why it is you like listening to us, we'll enter your names into a into like a hat. Oh yeah. And we'll draw draw one out and there'll be a prize. What do you think about that? That's an awesome idea. Yeah. What's the prize? Sure, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we could print out all the zines and sign yeah, them. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Signs coloured in zines. Why not? That's a lot. Get my crayons out. Wow. <laughs> you, okay. You will get printed out zines yeah. of all of our zines. We will sign them and we may colour in some parts of them. Some parts of I don't them. know that we want to offer an entirely coloured in no, okay, set fine. of zines because that's quite a lot of colouring in. Fine. <laughs> that's fine. Um, so we'll, we'll do that. So, yes. Uh, yeah, so tweet, uh, so retweet any of our tweets about this episode and then um, say why it is that you like listening to us. Yes. And we'll enter, your, put your name in a hat and then the winner will be drawn out of the hat and we'll... we'll contact you via Twitter. And you will get bespoke zines. Yeah. Yeah. A bespoke. Yeah. All of the zines. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Great. Love it. Wonderful. Uh, we also have our book, Enjoy Sex, How, When and If You Want To, a practical and inclusive guide. Yes. Uh, as well as our zines, all available at our website, megjohnandjustin.com forward slash publications. Yes. You can follow us on Twitter at megjohnjustin. And at Facebook's forward slash Meg John Justin. And uh, soundcloud.com forward slash Meg John Justin. Also, if you could leave us a review on uh, iTunes, that would be great. Yeah. Or wherever you can leave a review. The, we did have a review. We've got one review in for our podcast. Nice. And I said I really like it. Hey, thank yeah. you, reviewer. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so if you could leave a review, that would be great. Because, again, like with our book, on, uh, like book reviews on Amazon, the more you review our podcast on iTunes in particular, I think, the uh -huh. more likely it is people find out about us. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Brilliant. And we want everyone to find out about us in the whole world. <laughs> everyone in the world listening to us. Yeah. Um, that sounds quite intimidating. Well, I'm down for that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, until next time. Bye. Bye.